0: What's going on everybody? This is the WorkRate Podcast. This is our AEW in review. Brad was just telling me about the weather. Brad, how's the weather?
1: It is very hot here in sunny Oklahoma. It's actually been pretty cool for Oklahoma standards the past couple weeks, but starting today until next Saturday, we're going to be above 100. Did you say it was like 100
0: and something last week?
1: Uh, Last week it wasn't too bad. There was a couple weeks ago when it was over 100, where I had the fan on. I have the fan on again today, so if... You're the fan? It's I'm sorry, like, but I don't want to die. So
0: because <laughs> I was fucking well, I mean, I work outside, so I just, I mm. just evaporated. I evaporated. Yeah, I don't know what would have happened if I was wearing. I gotta turn this down because I just, I just peeked on the, uh, the old recording device. Um, I was wearing a white shirt today, and that shit went translucent yeah. on me real quick. <laughs> I bet. Felt like yeah. my dad in the fucking nineties, where you know. Every weekend, he just (laughs) wore a white shirt tucked into his medium wash jeans. Mm -hmm. That was just the dad uniform for, like, what felt like 20 years. (laughs) He doesn't do that anymore. I don't know. I feel like it must have been my sister, like, started, like, giving him the confidence to wear other things. uh, Uh Because I wouldn't say, like, he's a snazzy dresser, but, like, he has, like, other color palettes now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. that's good yeah my dad just wears like gray shirts constantly i wears.
0: last week i last weekend i had just like a white t-shirt that i use as an undershirt usually <laughs> I, I put that on and i had these little little khaki shorts and i tucked them in and i was like here look at me and it's like you know what, I'm feeling this. And I just went with that with the belt. I, I was my wearing my dad it. hat. I was like, I'm going dad <laughs> chic today. And I know she's, my dad's doing it. She's like, you look like a UPS driver. I was like, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, today is fine. The interesting wrestling news. You saw it, right? The match that they're I Oh, that's been thinking about? All in. Yeah. It's... Austria versus Chris Jericho. I I saw an interesting tweet on this and I posted it in the group that we're in, but I will I'll pull it up because I wanted to talk about it. Um, yeah,
1: I, I saw your your post. It, it's it's a good thought because once you first when you first see it, you're like, what? Why? I still, what, I still I still am with I
0: still am with what? Why? But not mm-hmm. for necessarily the same reason. Okay, so the first thought, I like, and you know me, I've been booking Kenny versus Osprey three at Wembley for months at this point Mm -hmm. since they announced Wembley Um, and it looked like that's exactly what they were going to do and they could still do it but um, they or Fightful has reported that there are talks for a New Japan match or a New Japan wrestler at, at All In everyone was like oh shit that's Osprey it is Osprey but he's not rumored to face Kenny Omega he's rumored to face Chris Jericho which has the internet just collectively moaning like nobody mm-hmm. wants to see that. Nobody, the only person who wants to see that is Chris Jericho and his wife and maybe mm-hmm. one of his eight dogs. The rest of them yeah. probably don't want to see it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. The blind yeah. one wants to see it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I read this one tweet today and I posted it. I took a screen cap of it cause it was really good. Um, this is from at dong kakon 304. (laughs) Okay. Don't. I always love it when,
1: I always love it when people have just absurd names like that. And then they make a really good point.
0: Um, but yeah, it says (laughs) we as fans are sometimes only focused on what's the best match and that's our job as fans, but the business side, um, we may not consider. Does new Japan want Kenny to have the belt back? Does Tony want Kenny to eat a pin, etc. Osprey can 100% pin Jericho. Osprey can't 100% pin Kenny. Yeah. And he said, everything's fine. And I 100% agree with this tweet. Because there's the optics of your top guy eating a pin on TV. I think Kenny, realistically, I think Kenny can survive that. I think it's fine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, But I understand Tony not wanting to have Kenny eat two pins in a row. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And Mm -hmm. I understand Chris Jericho can absolutely eat that pin. He should be almost eating every (laughs) pay-per-view pin from now on in his career at this point. Um, Unless it's to fuel a story. But the thing is that we... At Wembley, you want to have the biggest spectacle possible. And Mm -hmm. that show was pretty much, I mean, AEW didn't do this, but that show was sold on almost the expectation of Kenny versus Osprey. Mm -hmm. Because you know, anyone with a brain knows that's what people want. And anyone with a brain knows what that's what people expect. Yeah,
1: especially after the way that last one ended.
0: Well, yeah, so. of course. And <laughs> how AEW forever, at this point, has done trilogies. Mm-hmm. He, Kenny had a trilogy with Pac. Uh, Kenny had a, or Hangman's had trilogies with, I can't remember, with with Mox. He's had a trilogy. I think Kenny's had a trilogy with Mox. Um, like, they've all had... FTR and the Briscoes had a trilogy yeah there's been a lot of trilogies it's Mm -hmm. it's one of the things that AEW's kind of hung their hat on Mm -hmm. so it was to be expected that the that kenny versus osprey was going to happen and everyone in on this side of the pond they knew kenny was probably going to lose that it doesn't it doesn't matter nobody cares like no mm-hmm. one was like, "Oh my god, Kenny ate the pin to Osprey in Toronto." Yeah, they were like, "Oh my god, that's the greatest match I've ever seen." Kenny yeah. was over. Oh my god, he hit him with the Tiger
1: Driver ninety-one.
0: <laughs> like, like everyone was and after that match. I was just like, Kenny is the greatest wrestler alive, and the second greatest wrestler alive is probably Osprey.
1: They're, um Osprey's on a roll too because last night in the G one he. First time he beat um, Okada.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Osprey's not losing this match. Mm-hmm. My thing is that we need a spectacle. We need Osprey to be able to go. We've seen Osprey do all the. Osprey just went for an hour with with mm-hmm. Kenny. Um, you can't have him go in there and go fucking sixteen minutes with Chris Jericho. Yeah, at, in, front at of, f- in front of in front of fourth the speed he can go. In yeah. front of sold-out Wembley. The fucking UK fans will be fucking pissed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if... Like, I under, completely understand, like, the Kenny not wanting to pin... There's other people in AEW you could exactly. probably build you got up in Pac
0: time. right there. You got Takeshita right there. Yeah. I guess the, the thinking is that this is going to be tied into the uh, Don Callis family storyline. Takeshita's mm-hmm. right there, man. You yeah. don't need it to be Jericho. Like yeah. Takeshita versus Osprey is a much better match. And it people might have been like, oh, Takeshita is not Kenny. But then they would see the match. And by the end of the yeah, match, a... they're all going to have their pants off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as the match happened, everyone would be excited. Like fucking Jericho comes Osprey out. versus so people, Pac would be. Like, fuck incredible. me. Like, I want I, that match now. I could not. You can't get me to care about a Jericho match at this point. So Here's Mm -hmm. the thing Sometimes Jericho will surprise me Mid-match and like This was better than I expected But my Mm -hmm. expectation is low And Jericho wrestles at a much different speed Than um, He does Than Osprey Osprey wrestles a completely different He's in a completely different echelon than him Osprey will have to come down to Jericho's level because mm-hmm. Jericho can't yeah. meet Osprey's level; he's physically incapable at this point.
1: Yeah, he's almost, or he's—is he in his fifties, or he's almost fifty?
0: I saw somebody, uh, somebody tweeted the fucking picture of Ric Flair looking at the phone. You know, when he's like uh-huh. all s- sweaty and beat up,
2: <laughs>
0: that old one, and they're like, yeah. "That's the comparison." Right now, sort of. I mean, he's not to that level, but when you know what people were expecting, you can't go, you can't be like, yeah, here's Chris Jericho. He's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, he That's can not okay. still have
1: great matches, because I've, I've been liking his latest run, and the story they're doing with the Inner Circle and stuff right now is really good, but yeah, just, I don't know. Maybe this is all like a big swerve, and doing that to get people off.
0: Maybe. I think I think Tony's got to fucking pump the brakes on this one. I think he's got to read mm-hmm. the room and go a different direction. Puck's right there. Yeah. Puck would be
1: incredible versus Osprey Oh And my like God.
0: how many fucking losses has Puck taken? Mm-hmm. No one's going to no one's going to cry when he goes in there and loses to Osprey. I mean, some people will cry cuz they don't want Puck to ever lose ever. And they always say, oh, Pac's getting buried, but. Um,
1: and, and it'd be two British dudes going at it, and the British crowd would love yeah, that. Yeah, it'd be fucking cool, man. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, anyways, that that's where I stand. I'm, I, I understand them not putting Kenny in it, but mm-hmm. you've got the whole, the whole company's workers. One of the <laughs> worst workers in the company is Chris Jericho.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that's just where we are right now. And, like, yeah, and he, he and understands this... the business and he understands mm-hmm. what works in a match, but he's not necessarily capable of the actual work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like his body I can't... I to say, at
1: this point in his career, he shouldn't be expected to be in a match like that with Osprey because like, no. that's too much.
0: No one's <laughs> going to... No one that has good good faith is going to judge Chris Jericho for not being able to have that match. It's like when mm. I think back to his match with uh, with Naito, that wasn't a good match. Yeah, I, I did not enjoy that match, and both those guys re- wrestle a slower style, so it, they got away with it. Chris Jericho can't go. He. Can't. I I don't want to dumb down uh, Will Ospreay. The only way I like yeah. this match. If he just beats the living hell out of Chris Jericho, like just yeah. destroys him, like it's like it's like a prolonged squash,
1: you like how Brock Lesnar did John Cena a few years ago.
0: Yeah, like a, like a give us like a full match, but it's just like him punishing Chris Jericho for mm-hmm. his hubris. But the thing, like this, has Chris Jericho wants the spot written all over it. Yeah. The only
1: way I, I'd want to see this is if somehow they built a time machine and got nineteen ninety nine Chris Jericho. Okay, I'll take mid two thousands
0: Chris Jericho. I don't care.
1: Yeah, that's true too.
0: Yeah, I'll yeah. even I'll take I'll take Festival of Friendship Chris Jericho. That's mm-hmm. fine. He could still go. What? Well, even Chris Jericho when he first fought Kenny in New Japan, he could still go. But that was but he's that's fat. Almost,
1: what? Yeah. But that match was still really
0: good. Honestly, I didn't think that match was that great. I thought it was over. Oh, playing. you didn't? I liked it. I, th- I remember well, liking it a lot. I thought it was a spectacle and I thought it was really mm-hmm. cool. I loved that Chris Jericho was going there. I thought the whole the whole thing it was very fun. But like it was You're right.
1: It it was a lot of like, holy shit, Chris Jericho's actually in New Japan right now. And like, we <laughs> hadn't seen Chris
0: Jericho in a long time. Like that was the mm-hmm. that was the first time someone had crossed over. Mm-hmm. Um in like fucking thirty years. Since since like the
1: 2000s or something.
0: Yeah, like, this was, uh... Like, this is where AEW's really changed the game. Mm-hmm. This crossover shit was not happening before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Wrestling is so much better because of AEW as a result. Look, New Japan didn't want to do this shit before. Mm-hmm. And we owe a lot of this to Jon Moxley. Thanks, Jon.
2: <laughs> Chris Jericho <laughs> said it's him.
0: <laughs> ah, I mean, you... AW wouldn't exist without Chris Jericho for sure. He's mm-hmm. he's not wrong. Like that matches, that match is probably the most important match in the past twenty years in you terms know, of
1: wrestling. Uh, since we're talking about this, I was talking to our friend Dan Gamble, and we were talking about important wrestling things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what's a really important wrestling thing that doesn't get talked about a lot? The Young Bucks joining TNA because that's where they met Okada, and then that's when Okada brought them to Japan. And yep. that's when the Bullet Club started.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 1000% for sure.
1: That's like one of those butterfly effect things.
0: Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, mm-hmm.
1: if they didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened. And...
0: Well, if Ring of Honor didn't exist, too. Like, yeah. you look at all the guys who went through, like, literally everybody. Someone mm-hmm. posted uh, all the rosters of Ring of Honor mm-hmm. on Twitter, and I was going through them. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy was in Ring of Honor? Like, 85 times I said that. Yeah. I had no idea certain people wrestled in Ring of Honor. It, like, blew my mind. Or that were, like, on the roster. Mm -hmm. It was crazy.
1: It's pretty, yeah.
0: Okay, so another thing that's happening in wrestling right now, or AWIs, they are signing everybody up to be a coach slash agent. Yeah which I, saw, I think is Chrissy great wrote that signed. I think it's so smart because mm-hmm. they they put out that mandate that uh all the matches are being heavily coached or heavily agented like everything has to be signed off on which I think mm-hmm. is fine. I have no issue with that. It's just quality control. Like yes, yeah, for sure. Like even just down it, to like it, okay, we have we have this spot in this match. We're not going to do it in that other match, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. It's it's so you don't have like your opening match be a bloodbath when the main event supposed to be a hardcore match, you know?
0: Yeah, so for it's sure. Just More like, like a, if a coach is just like, "Oh, hey, you know what? Maybe do this instead." Mm-hmm. Like not, and yeah. like, no, you can't do that. But in, like, oh, this might work better. Because mm-hmm. as I said, like, Arya Davari put together the. Um, put uh, he did the
1: tag match right on yeah. television.
0: The yeah. the. <laughs> Uh, best two, two out, out of three. three. Is Arya Divari put together that match? Are you, what? Cool. <laughs> oh, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Good for him, man. Like, who knew? Uh, was the yeah. guy ever in a tag team? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I can't name one, but. With his brother? I know there's two Davaris. Um. Yeah, his
1: older brother was the manager of that Muhammad Hussain guy
0: back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, okay, yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah they, so they, I'm
1: excited they signed Chris Hero.
0: Like that's amazing. Yeah, Chris Hero Good to for be a, to be a coach is amazing. I also want him to get physical. I would me like, too, because I would like I him to. I want to see the there. King's of Wrestling. I don't know yeah. if he can anymore or if he has any desire to. Um he is older. He has mm. and this is no slight against him cuz it's happening to me too. As he's gotten older, he just he's just kept getting bigger. Um, mm-hmm. so like his body just might not be able to do it at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, to have him get in there with Eddie or to have him get in there with, uh, with Claudio would be special. Yeah. Even just sure. for a little yeah, bit. I definitely
1: want to see a segment with him, him and Claudio.
0: Te- and we'll, the, we'll talk at least a little just bit about, that about team coaches up. getting involved when we talk about this episode. Oh Yeah.
1: I cannot wait to talk about that. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's a
0: wild of... one because of the health <laughs> of said person. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't imagine it's going to be a full match. But <laughs> no, no. But I, <laughs> I can't
0: wait. But yeah, they they mm-hmm. got Scotty Too Haughty, which
1: yeah, is did he sign or is he just? I know he's trying out. Or something, he right? he's he,
0: on a tryout basis. He's I guess putting mm-hmm. together a match. Um, I guess they're yeah. trying to they're trying to fill out maybe like let's say. Well, because when you talk about Ring of Honor as well, they've got they've got four shows under yeah, the umbrella. That's like, yeah. so you yeah. need an agent for every match, mm-hmm. or you need a coach and for every they, match. They're
1: doing live. They're doing house shows now.
0: Yes, that as well. Um, Which I know Jeff Jarrett's in charge of
1: those, right? But you still need agents there to like for sure. manage the matches And I and know.
0: Stuff. Um, oh fuck! I forgot his name. Uh, has the pencil. Sanjay, yeah, Sanjay does. I know he is a coach, but he also does a lot of other stuff behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So maybe as he's like, "Oh, okay, I can't do coaching and this now," so you got to bring someone in, or they've Orange Cassidy's a coach now. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) John Moxley's a coach now, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And Orange Cassidy's—that's a really, really smart one. 'Cause he's mm-hmm. a super worker and he's got yeah. all he's been wrestling for a long time. He's like thirty seven years old. He's mm-hmm. actually one of the oldest yeah, in the company.
1: I saw some like YouTube short is like the evolution of Orge Cassidy and I was like, man, I did not realize he's been wrestling long.
0: He's been wrestling a long yeah. ass time, man. Mm-hmm. The Shikara days is fire ant.
1: Hell yeah, that's when I first saw him. But he even before that he had like long blonde hair and he was like kinda like a surfer looking dude. It was crazy.
0: Which he would kill. Um <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, apparently like apparently he's always been this good at wrestling, but he mm-hmm. never had a gimmick that stuck. And mm-hmm. then he tried this on the Indies. And when I first saw him on the Indies, I was like, I don't like it. And not because um i didn't like i didn't think a comedy wrestler like that could work but because every single match i saw he wasn't wrestling he was just doing mm-hmm. the gimmick yeah like he was he was just doing like the hands in pockets he was just doing the i don't care he wasn't actually wrestling he was just doing yeah. the comedy so it, was yeah, just, how, it would just be yeah. like Brian Cage picking him up in a suplex, and him just keeping his hands in his pocket, like mm-hmm. it, or like people just throwing him around or whatever. I was like, okay, I don't, I yeah. don't see the appeal. But then I saw that one match he had with Warhorse. It was like, oh, man, can go. All right, here yeah, we go. yeah. Once
1: he started incorporating the thing where he'll be lazy at first, but then start going That I think that's when it really
0: exactly. Like once I saw a mm-hmm. real match, I was like, it was essentially once he got that title, once he got the mm-hmm. uh, IWTV title,
2: mm-hmm.
0: then he actually had to have serious matches where he still did his gimmick. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I get it. And then when they signed him, I was like, okay. And they slow built us until the pack match, which was oh, man, brilliant. Yeah. How they built to that was so cool. Like people legit had didn't know if this guy could work in that yeah, match. Yeah, I, I remember
1: online and stuff, like the discourse around that, was like, I don't want to see Pac versus this guy, and everyone like other people would be like, No, just
0: wait. This is gonna be amazing. I knew I knew what was gonna happen because I had watched the Warhorse match at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, this guy can go. And in that Warhorse match, I think he got color. Like like hard way color. I was like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, dude can go. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. I think he I think he ate the pin in that one because Warhorse had the title. Um and the fans were pissed. <laughs> but yeah, this is cool. It, uh, AW's scooping up essentially all the fucking D- didn't didn't Scotty Too Hotty say something stupid at one point and get in trouble? Either about women's oh, wrestling I... or something like I have no idea
1: I don't know something I'm sure about I
0: don't know women in wrestling or women intergender wrestling he said something bone dead so maybe that mm-hmm. is maybe that's why he has a trial I don't know because they
1: should put him in charge of a women's match then
0: because he knows that Chris Statlander's on the team right he knows that fucking mm-hmm. uh Nyla Rose is on the team right knows that there's a bunch of ladies who have had uh intergender matches
1: yeah
0: well yeah so anyways cool i'm uh i'm excited <laughs> to see how this shit goes um i'm interested to see if the product improves apparent the product has been a little different lately but in like weird ways and like uh They've done the thing that we've talked about before, where, all the, where one storyline will go through the episode a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We've seen a little more of that. Yeah. We saw it again this week, which I loved. Um, yeah, I like I, all that kind of stuff. It was, it was really cool in this one. We'll get to it. Um, actually, let's get to it right now, because the first match was Orange Cassidy versus AR Fox, correct? A real Fox, yep. A real Fox? Yeah,
1: that's what they used to always say in PWG, A Real Fox, but...
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh,
1: yeah, I... I. Speaking of Orange Cassidy, this match was awesome, and another thing about Orange Cassidy is they always have him open every week,
0: because yes. he
1: always has a banger match.
0: Well, yeah, and he gets the and fans going. The fans will cheer him, even if it's a shit match. We found mm-hmm. that out. They will just, like, yeah. they'll, eat, they'll eat his shit up. Um, and this yeah, is re- really... I,
1: I, I like this match.
0: Oh, really fun match. Um... Mm-hmm. I really loved the fake tope into the flip off the the ring post on the apron. Yeah, Air yeah, Fox, ring. that was fucking cool, man. Because, oh, did the thing
1: where he, he did the smojo thing where he walked off, so Air Fox just went over the top rope and then wha,
0: flipped it back back at yeah, him. Yeah, which was cool. Flipped like did like the fucking flip off. It's like a wall flip, but he did it off the off the ring or off the fucking post. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you can get Taz to be like. Oh shit. I've never seen that before. Then you know you've done something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Daz is like, "Oh, Or Daz breaks." He's like, "Oh, he popped me." The then you know you, you know you've done something there. Then there's that that deadlift twisting brainbuster that fucking Air Fox hit him with, which is just such a cool-looking move. Like it looks mm-hmm. deadly, but it's just it's just a spinning brainbuster. There's also a double neck breaker spot, which super simple, like a super simple thing where both guys just went for the neck breaker at the same time. But it looked fucking awesome because they were like it was mm-hmm. they were like jumping neck breakers. It wasn't just grab the guy's neck and drop it was like they both it was like they both went for a cutter and just cut yeah. each other. I was like, oh, that's sick, man. Um, Air Fox is a, a really
1: innovative, innovative wrestler. He always he's has He's like, probably cool the transitions and stuff. innovative wrestler.
0: Yeah. Another guy who's who's um very underrated with his innovation is MJF. Mm-hmm. He he breaks out a move I've never seen before in every match. Every mm-hmm. time I watch him I'm like he hit him in a, with a what the fuck is that? <laughs> Um, yeah, so th- this match was awesome. Orange Cassidy wins. Um, in he won by, um, he did the seatbelt, right? Probably. Is that his move? <laughs> I know because the...
1: they did the, I'm trying to remember. A.R. Fox did something where he like twisted his leg on a landing. Yeah, and yeah. And they rolled through and Orange Cassidy twisted his leg to hurt it and then got him in the seatbelt. Yes,
0: yes, because... Uh... Because Orange Cassidy hit him with all his signatures and his finishers, and and got kickouts. Um, mm-hmm. There was near falls, and I was like, I like that they're giving Air Foxies near falls. And then mm-hmm. after the match, um, Orange Cassidy he tries picks him up, gives him gives him this shitty little handshake, which uh, actually he goes to give him a handshake, and Air Fox does the limp hand which was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and he then puts he the puts the sunglasses on Ar Fox, puts yeah. the sunglasses on air Fox, air Fox does the thumbs up and then orange Cassidy turns and air Fox crumples up the glasses and fucking turns him around and just cracks them with an elbow in the jaw, drops orange Cassidy. Um, we forgot to mention, um, this match was, uh, happened because, um,
1: Darby, Darby Allen idea.
0: co-signed Air Fox said this mm-hmm. man coached me up I would not exist in wrestling if it wasn't for this man I need you to get hit, give him a shot at this title so they did so uh, orange cassie basically cut a pre-taped promo for Air Fox where they had footage mm-hmm. of him training with him from back in the day which is really cool um yeah they had to have gone into um Air Fox's video archives at his training facility to get. He's his been footage. wrestling for a
1: long time too. Yeah.
0: A very long time. Um he's like a he's almost like a 20-year pro at this point. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so they showed that footage beforehand and when he when he cracked Orange Cassidy, um Darby Allen comes running out, and he's, he's like, "What the fuck was that? You I put my name on on you." He's like that mm-hmm. you are representing me right now he's like and that's my friend in there that you just did that to he's like what the fuck are you doing and air fox uh, he's shocked at himself he's like i don't know i'm sorry that's not me yeah, that's not like, me i'm sorry i it, fucked up it was the
1: heat of the moment type deal yeah. yeah
0: he's like i got he's like i got upset this is wrestling this is a fight mm-hmm. sometimes you're stupid and i'm sorry i'm sorry he walks off and but darby's pissed and that comes back into play later on in the night. I even, mm-hmm. and I said when I saw that fucking Darby and Swerve were wrestling a match later on that night, I I texted you and I said, Aero Fox would look really good in Mogul Embassy. Mm-hmm. And I had a feeling that's what they were going to do. I couldn't, Laura's yeah. like, that's how I would book it. I was like, I hope mm-hmm. they do this. It would be really cool, and he would fit that group. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes sense. He wrestles a lot like, um, what's his name? A lot like uh, Swerve. Swerve. I believe he trained Swerve too.
1: Yeah, well, remember they they had that match when AR Fox first signed mm-hmm. with the company, and then they had that they had a killer feud in Lucha Underground. When yeah, was, like,
0: uh, I, I believe knew. he tra- he did train him, or mm-hmm. trained him to an extent. Like he yeah, he yeah. had him at his school for a while. So like mm-hmm. this whole uh, Washington State wrestling crew is all intertwined, over. doing doing the story. <laughs> yeah. Like it's Darby, it's Swerve, it's Nick Wayne, who is at ringside for Darby's match later on the Darby night. Match. We have it's Ar Orange Fox. Cassidy. We got this West Coast Wrecking Crew going on uh, mm-hmm. for this storyline, and I fucking love it. Yeah, it's really good. And yeah. you know we're gonna have a another shocking thing between these four guys. Oh, for sure, and it's and gonna then, be yeah, bananas. I shocking cannot thing.
1: Wait. At the end of this segment, John Moxley came out and beat up Orange Cassidy
0: because right. I didn't know this because I did not watch Death Before Dishonor, but I guess at Man. I don't know what transpired. If you want to in... watch, if you want to watch
1: anything from Death Before Dishonor, watch Athena versus Willow Nightingale. I will. That's the only match I watched from that show, and it I, is. I, I in- know the streets are credible. saying That's
0: a banger. Yeah. And by the streets, that's the only thing I, I watched from the show. By the streets, but... I mean Jarrett. Jarrett is saying yeah. is saying That's a banger. Our friend Jarrett.
1: Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I uh, watched from the show, but it's very good.
0: Okay, so I, I don't guess
1: Ock Mountain. I beat don't someone up.
0: Yeah, I don't know shirt. what happened at the end of it, I because I don't really know how all these guys got connected in this, but somehow we had Orange Cassidy coming out there, Pack was already out there, and Cesaro was out there, and I think Best Friends are somehow involved, and fucking Wheeler Yuta was there. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know, Lucha Brothers, whatever the fuck. Um, Orange Cassidy runs out, for some reason he was there um he comes out he i guess he tried to hit um uh claudio with a with a superman punch and ended up cracking wheeler Yuta. um anyway yeah so moxley comes out and is just like fuck you funny man paradigm shift yeah just fucking yeah. drops that man on his dome um and fantastic. So we're going to get a you know, John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy feud, and this is heaven.
1: Yeah, th- like this is what we were talking about a lot of intertwining feuds because it was right after this we got Claudio talking to Pac still, so he's still mad at Pac. And
0: mm-hmm. then Moxley this is... said
1: something about Pac, and we got the OC stuff, but then OC is still tied with the swerve stuff. I like
0: it. <laughs> this is what AW used to do like uh mm-hmm. when their roster wasn't too big then this is where um having both ring of honor and collision is going to really really help is mm-hmm. now they can do these dovetailing intertwining storylines where yeah. at the beginning of AEW guys often had a primary feud and like a middle and like a middle feud they often had two mm-hmm. feuds one that they were building to at a pay-per-view and one that was like on TV. Yeah. So they would have both of these. So like he would be feuding with one guy and then the other guy would interfere in it. Like it's, they would fucking crisscross. Guys were getting involved in other feuds to, like it was bananas. And that's Mm -hmm. what AEW was really, really good at early on. And then they, they kind of got, it kind of got a little unwieldy. It was still Mm -hmm. very, very good, but they lost that aspect just because they had so many guys. They had to just be like, hey, here's a cold match. And they still have that sometimes. We saw one, we saw Pac have a very cold match. Good match, but it was like there's nothing to it in terms of storyline.
1: The only storyline to it is that Pac used to be uh, the man that Gravity forgot. Like, that's, like, the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pac and WWE was like, his know.
0: tagline. And he was like, oh, you think you have a good body? Look at me. I was like, okay. That's mm-hmm. kind of cute. <laughs> but, anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. But, yeah, it, it's, I love these storylines. Like, uh, BCC is feuding with a bunch of different people right now. Um, you got Claudio feuding. He's also fe- feuding with Kingston when he comes back. Yep, because that w- that was supposed to be the original Death Before Dishonor main event, and then mm-hmm. Tony Khan was just like, "You know what, Tony? Yeah, you can go do the G one. That's your dream. Like I'll go through mm-hmm. a wall for you." So then he's like, "Okay, we'll we'll do uh, we'll do Briscoe versus Caesar, versus Claudio," and then Briscoe came to him and said, "Hey, I." i'm too banged up i can't go he's like fuck what do i do now and he looks mm-hmm. over and there's there's just a bastard brewing like <laughs> like stewing in a corner he's like bastard want to fight someone hell yeah so the bastard goes and mm-hmm. he fights cesaro which they mix which they start at blood and it's like this is where tony Khan's yeah. good and this is what's mm-hmm. funny when people like make fun of tony Khan for like the jericho booking but he's doing this like this is yeah. like some complicated like fucking web of deceit like guy with like the <laughs> red strings on a board mm-hmm. um trying to can you hear the dog behind me no i cannot no okay good no. we got we got some new neighbors and they have a a lovely little dog named chihuahua named loco and he is that so anyways um yeah so web of web of booking we have here and it's awesome where are we now i gotta look at my notes
1: uh yeah i forget what was next
0: we have jack perry coming out wearing a I Beat hook shirt wearing black and orange, orange shorts little orange shorts which i loved still hate the music maybe it'll grow on me I don't know.
1: It's just odd. Like I don't I don't get what they try to do with it.
0: It yeah, it's it's not quite working for me. Again, it really seems like music that Christian would have. Like this mm-hmm. to me has Christian written all over it. I feel like it's music that Chris would get over with Christian, but because it's Jungle Boy and he wasn't really over with the fans when he turned like, he had mm-hmm. kind of lost the crowd a bit, so I think it's harder for him to use this music. Um, yeah. I think another thing, the music's probably royalty-free at this point, oh, so sure. anyone it's can Beethoven, use it. So, yeah. I think that's probably another reason. Tony Khan's like, I blew the mm-hmm. budget on your last one, so you don't get good music anymore. Here's Mm-mm. some here's some free shit. Yeah. I don't think that's actually the case, but it's funny headcanon. Mm-hmm. Um so anyways he comes out and he's i honestly don't really remember what he says but he oh yeah he starts talking about the belt how he's like when i talk when i said i was coming for a title in aw this is not what i meant he's like this is a shitty belt no one recognizes it And he says you know you know what taz you and everyone at ecw i could wrestle circles around you guys you guys you guys are jokes they're sloppy, they're stupid, blah 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 blah. And then we hear a voice that I didn't recognize. And it sounds like an yeah. old grizzled voice. He's like is like, hey, 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 you're you're gonna shut up now. You're gonna you're gonna stop running your mouth. And it's Jerry fucking Lynn. A man who was yeah. incredible back in the day, who was the Oh yeah. He was the jungle boy of ECW. Jerry Lynn. He was the the babiest baby face of all time and which is what i mean when i say the jungle boy um he comes out and he gets in jungle boy's face and or in jack perry's face and he calls him jungle and jack perry says who's jungle i buried that man i'm i'm jack perry he says says, that's great but if you keep running your mouth about that belt and ecw you're gonna get your ass kicked and jungle Mm -hmm. boy's like but fucking who? <laughs> yes. Because he's looking at this man who retired because of neck issues who at mm-hmm. this point is pushing 50. Maybe he's over... F- or he's No, not pushing 50. He's well into his 50s, I would assume. But he's yeah. pushing 60. Maybe he's in his 60s. Um, still in good shape, but he can't be medically cleared. But uh, <laughs> it's funny. We have jerry lynn in streetwear and jeans and a button down ready to fight and jack perry who's in fucking workout shorts and a wrestling tee and he and and fucking runners and he looks at himself and he says well you know i'm not dressed to wrestle it's like motherfucker you're in sports gear yes you are
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm So, you tagged so with Jerry Hook. Lynn is
0: sixty. You tagged with Hook, who literally wore yeah. that exact same stuff every time he wrestled.
1: Yeah, so Jerry Lynn is sixty right now.
0: He's sixty. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get a face to face with uh, Jerry Lynn and Jungle and Jack Perry next week, and I'm very excited to see what they do with this because I always, this is a spot where Jack Perry can do something fucking horrible to a man with neck yeah. issues so i'm excited yeah is is jerry lynn right, gonna be right like f- is jerry is jerry lynn gonna say i sign off on a headshot from a chair because he's a coach and just take one to the dope. yeah he could do it himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like it's like i sign off on Jukes. bam <laughs> yeah hey you never sign know off. jerry lynn might go out there and blade We've, yeah, we've seen that shit happen with these older guys mm-hmm. like they'll take a spot and then they'll be juicing everywhere we saw that with uh court bauer did it no it was sullivan mm-hmm. um who i think is is or was with mlw um took from fucking uh tillman jr of all people so you know when Pillman Junior had that cane that he was walking around with yeah. in MLW? Mm-hmm. I guess he beat up Kevin Sullivan. That was his name. Oh, okay. he, he beat up Sullivan, Kevin Sullivan backstage and like bloodied him up. Like I like when the old guys go out there and fucking do that because it's fucking it's uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I like it when they make me uncomfortable. And Jerry Lynn is up an age where he can do that and not be like a fucking health risk. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously yeah. you're not going to drop him on his head. Because you'll fucking brain, you'll, <laughs> you're not going to brain Jerry Lynn. but
1: uh, <laughs> He might sign off on that. You never know.
0: No, uh, you could, you could like fake something, like fake a concerto or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then. A concerto have...
1: would be good, give a Jungle Boy's history with Christian.
0: Hmm?
1: If. Jungle Boy hit Jerry Lynn with the
0: well, yeah, uh, like, concerto would be good. Like if, if Jack Connection. Perry started doing like a Randy Orton bit where he started targeting legends, more mm-hmm. like old ECW legends, stuff like that, that would be really good. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would sign up for that. And we, I'm sure they could get a lot of those guys to come in to do that. Yeah. They, they've I mean, got they all these coaches, that one time. bring out all <laughs> the coaches, have them all take uh have them all take some shots. Yeah. That'd cool. I think that would be cool anyway. Yeah, I'm not I'm not anti-Jack Perry as some people are. One thing that I thought was funny, he came out and he didn't he didn't really have a big reaction and then Tony Schiavone's like, "Well, it's fine that the fans are giving you this horrible reaction and then the fans start booing." Like uh, yeah. t- Tony set them up. He's just like, mm-hmm. "Well, it's their right to boo you." And then everyone went, "Boo!" <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. "Fucking right, Tony Schiavone. Man's a pro." <laughs> Yeah. Um Moving On. Or well what's, what's before your this we got that cool what's your thought of the Jack Perry situation right now? Do you like it?
1: I'm kinda indifferent on it. Like I like some of his character work. Like last week when he beat Hook and he was smiling really big, I like that. I, the theme song is just really
0: weird. Yeah. I think that's what throws oh, yeah, me off. No, all. the theme the theme song doesn't quite work. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no. Uh, overall, but, like I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Um, the the hook, the hook thing, gotta keep. Well, I mean, that's what they're gonna build to. He and I think mm-hmm. we might. I think I actually. I think I might be onto something where he's gonna beat up a bunch of old dudes. Maybe he's gonna attack uh, Taz at one point, and then I
1: uh, could see it ending with him beating up Taz when Hook comes back.
0: I Actually, I could see Taz getting so mad that maybe he comes down in the ring and he attacks Taz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something like that. Because Taz has said... like very careful. Taz has been so animated and so involved in this behind the desk. mm mm-hmm. um, I think that would be cool. I hope they do that. We'll see. And next we had Gravity versus Pac. Um, which
1: I find out through this match because of Excalibur saying Gravity is the younger brother of Man,
0: Which... Is Bandito? It's crazy. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking... Are you talking?
1: I love... No, no, I was yawning. I love gravity doing the the uh, walk to
0: the ring. <laughs> it's so fun. I think it's so entertaining. I don't know if it'll mm-hmm. get over, but I fucking love it. It's yeah. so funny. When he does it mid-match... It's like it's it's so weird and cartoony Mm -hmm. and I don't understand it or I mean I do understand it but I don't think I don't know if it'll translate but yeah it's so cool that he's Bandito's brother and I was looking at him when he when he walked in the ring I was just like man this guy look this guy's built like Bandito and then like (laughs) this is Bandito's little brother I was like well there Mm -hmm. we go. It's amazing how that works considering they're both wearing masks and we don't know what their fucking face looks like and somehow i can tell he's related Mm -hmm. um but they said he was a professional soccer player and then decided yeah part part way through that he's like hey you know what do you think i can wrestle and bandage was like yeah come on and they're fucking he's fucking good man and he looks like he's just as strong he's uh he's got similar moves to him he moves like his brother like straight up he just looks like bandito like i can't <laughs> it just looks like yeah, he just changed his masks. mask mm-hmm. um i like that he he came in he took off the the space suit and fucking puck, looked at him he's just like you're in pretty good shape but look at this <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. Pac was mad at him because I guess maybe he was flexing or something. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. uh Yeah, and then Pac just beat that ass. Pac beat Gravity. Yeah.
1: At one point he said, like, You're not gonna forget me now, are you? or something which
0: is fine. I really liked it at the end when uh Gravity was in the corner and Pac was like standing over him and Gravity was just begging him, like begging him off, like please, please don't, I'm done. Please don't. It's just mm-hmm. it was just good. I just I really liked it, and uh, it would be cool if they somehow got Bandito to. I would love to see Bandito versus Pac. That would be amazing.
1: But I'd be, yeah, I know Bandito's still hurt though. They said yeah he kind of is hurt,
0: hurt but down the line would be cool. Or this uh, gravity and Bandito together as a tag team would be phenomenal. I want to see that. Give me cool. that. Yeah. Imagine the, the tag team the moves Lucha those Bros. two guys could do. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't want to imagine it, because it would be fucking scary. It would be terrifying <laughs> what those guys would do. Yeah. Um, but this match, we did get to see Pock's uh, top rope brain buster. Yes. So it was gnarly to see. <laughs> so. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Pog is one of the best workers I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yes, and I'm so glad he's back on TV now, it seems like. So,
0: that's good. You know what? It's funny. Yeah. And I've... You know how the Ridge Holland thing happened a week ago where there, he's been involved in three guys getting hurt in his matches? I don't necessarily... I mean, two of them, I think, is largely his fault. The last one wasn't. But I, another what, guy who's, who's hurt? hurt people is Pac, And no one's ever said that about yeah. Puck. He tore... Well, I think everyone's too scared, to. He tore but. Kenny's <laughs> shoulder clean off his body mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why Kenny had to have surgery and why Kenny wrestled hurt mm-hmm. for like two years was because yeah. three weeks into the can- three weeks into the company Pac fucking ripped Kenny's arm off Jeez. in their in their opening feud of the company and um then he remember when he knocked out Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. with that Liger bomb I think it was or yeah yeah, it's a. Uh, it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. Okay, I'm looking. At, am I missing a match here? I must be. There is a women's match in here. I didn't put it in here. Um, Britt Baker, Ty Valkyrie. Good match. Probably Ty Valkyrie's best match.
1: It was a good match. I also felt like are they didn't have the best of chemistry because there's a couple you know, messed up moves and stuff, but i think this is the first time they've ever wrestled each other so that shit's gonna.
0: for happen. sure and i but. think uh the, the fans were into it though which they were i was happy for. did you notice
1: the sign after the match that the camera hung on for a second i was like whoa i can't believe it. but i didn't see it did you well, see the sign no oh it? it said uh book the women's division better and like the camera like put it right in the frame and everything shit <laughs> tony's probably like
0: i said camera four i said camera four yeah <laughs> um well yeah he, it was right well, it's, the like, behind it. the scenes the person calling it is fucking uh like diamante in the back just like yeah eh, hold hold because yeah. <laughs> i know she yeah. she helps do stuff like that in the back like she helps run mm-hmm. it that's one of her jobs or at least she was training in that behind the scenes at one point but
1: yeah the actual match i liked i really thought taya was going to join the outcasts after her promo on rampage last week
0: yeah i mean she still could she still could Mm -hmm. after this um but yeah i uh the one it's funny like taya she she's so good with her legs and her kicks and her knees and all that stuff and then i find Mm -hmm. so unbelievably bad with her arms and her punches and her chops and her (laughs) lariats.
1: it's weird
0: it's like I'll be watching her trying to throw a lariat and be like you are not even trying and then she'll throw like the stiffest looking running knee I've seen in my life and my jaw hits the floor I'm like Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. is this the same woman and it happens every match and every match I'm like well I just she's just really good at with her legs. <laughs> I saw she tweeted out today that
1: people were like cyberbullying and stuff. Don't be an asshole. Um, oh, like yeah, she was talking sucks. about how people kept calling her fat and stuff. I don't know in what world she's fat,
0: but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, let's see the body of the people that are making fun of her. Yeah. Me. Like, exactly. Put, yeah. <laughs> like a, you go out there in spandex, my friend. Yeah. Um, and well, and a,
1: wrestle with someone for fifteen minutes, see how
0: you do. For sure, man. She, I can guarantee you, she could beat your ass. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No. I I like Ty yes. Valkyrie. It's just yeah. It's just a. I do too. It's just a funny. It's a funny thing where like she's got the best kicks and the best knees in the women's division and some of the worst lariats. No, is like it's. Uh-huh it's funny but her one overhead chop her her overhead chop is good she hit brit with it at one point she quieted the crowd did like a Mm -hmm. rainmaker chop thing where she she had wrist capture and just cracked her yeah it's good shit um yeah something like her matches get over um always almost always she had jade's best match um this uh, I, so maybe this was maybe her second best match because i think her match with jade was probably her best that was really cool mm-hmm. she had jade out there doing fucking springboards yeah <laughs> um i don't love how they're booking her right now they're booking her super 50 50 where like yeah she'll, she'll go on rampage and win or go on dark and win and then go to dynamite and lose and it's just going back yeah, and forth. But they're featuring her. Featuring she win a match so, on Rampage. They're featuring yeah. her so she heavily. She would match and
1: get like a title. And then she'll lose.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like they're featuring her so heavily that it just, I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's like win, yeah, loss, well, win, loss, win, loss. Back to back to back to back to back.
1: Because Friday when she challenged Britt, she said something about being an outcast or something. So that's why I was like, oh, she's definitely
0: joining the outcast
1: then, but she didn't.
0: So. It but she, make I mean, she still could, but... Yeah, I th- she, she probably should at this point. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think a very good way of doing things in the women's division, if you're only going to have one match per show, again, which is so stupid, is um, to load up as many women in a single feud as possible so Mm -hmm. let's have two factions going at each other because then you can get all these different matches and all these different intertwining little mini feuds out of it yeah um you can get them all on tv so it's like you only have one match but oh shit you got five women on tv i mean that's the best of a shitty situation
2: Mm -hmm.
0: in my opinion for sure Okay, now moving to the main event. Got Darby versus Swerve. Good match. I liked this. Um, fucking, there was a, there was a part where, uh, Darby loves to. Br- I don't know who brought out the ch- brought out the stairs. Both these guys love using stairs. Um, yeah, Darby.
1: I think Darby's the one who moved him to like kind of the middle area of the outside.
0: Yeah, but fucking Swerve did his. That Whatever that kick is But he launched off the yes. stairs Kicked him in the head I was like That was fucking mm-hmm.
1: smooth That even got my wife She goes Oh shit Whatever he did
0: <laughs> Yeah but That's my reaction <laughs> Every time I watch Swerve Yeah He makes me go Oh shit Oh damn he, Like when he does he's that, so like, good When he does like, that fake tope Where he does the hand plant.
1: Yes mm-hmm. Like all his transitions and stuff Are so good He's he's amazing. Like we were talking about Ar Fox earlier about how he's really good with transitions. Same with Swerve, and that's why I th- think you could see if Ar Fox didn't teach him, he's heavily influenced by Ar Fox. Oh, because yeah. they have a lot of the same like transitions. They're moves.
0: they're yes, they're uh, they all these guys are all very influenced by each other. You can tell that they have incredible chemistry. Darby and Swerve mm-hmm. have insane chemistry. They have a long history on the indies together going at mm-hmm. each other. They're very good friends. They came up together. They trained under the same guy. They both wrestled Nick Wayne. Like it's, we had Nick Wayne on the, on the outside. We had a DVD on the apron, which like, Lee Schmoley, that looks like it sucked. <laughs> I turned to dust when I watched that.
1: <laughs> which, didn't they say that was one of the things they had to get okayed? So whoever produces this match, they, they had to get that. Okayed. Yes, For they did. moves.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I, at some point, I missed this because I'll confess I was doing some design work on my computer while I was watching this. So I, I missed when this happened. But this is like before this was when I texted you because you texted me. Yeah. <laughs> Are, yeah, you you, watch, or, you are you said you're
1: a couple you're a few minutes behind yeah so you like, said are you, caught, are you up caught up
0: and whenever you say are you caught up to me i say like mm-hmm. i start rubbing my hands together because i know something <laughs> good's about to happen and then mm-hmm. i and that was when i was like you know what i think ar fox might be really good with uh with mm-hmm. swerve in his stable and you're like yeah that would be good. And then like fucking five <laughs> minutes later, Air <laughs> Fox runs out there, throws Darby into the post, gets mm-hmm. swerve the win, and I was like, hm. Tony Khan, Booker of the Year. And then, yeah, he, and then he fucking hooks Jericho.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he holds up the, the mogul NBC
0: shirt, which is awesome. Fucking great. More shirt moments in wrestling. Shirt moments yeah. always get over. Shirt moments. I'm still kinda mad they never had the shirt moment with Bullet Club Gold. They had the yeah. they had the hand gesture moment. But you gotta mm. have the shirt moment. It's it's yeah. it's one of the best things that came out of NWO. Some of the best mm-hmm. things that came out of Bullet Club, like where you throw the guy the shirt and they put it on. It's DX, mm. it's it's I love kill it. faction work one oh one give me the fuck I love it when the,
1: the guy turning takes off the shirt he's already wearing to reveal he's got the yes, new stable or underneath it yeah
0: young Michael a, loves that shit yeah, young it's, boy Michael it's so
1: it's so simple but it's so effective
0: yeah it I works it. it works every fucking time or the guy betrays them and he rips the shirt back off it's mm-hmm. it's awesome it's good shit yeah um yeah, so I guess uh, we are we're coming up right on an hour. Um, I don't do, even know what we. doing. we're not going to talk about the main event. The the triple. That the, oh yeah, Is the right? fucking main event. You talk about it. I
1: honestly don't remember much of this. <laughs> I was going to say neither,
0: neither do I. That, I was doing my. I got my, this I new design work.
1: like at work. We're doing like this uh, health initiative, so I was setting up my little new watch thing. So I, I really was pit- the Indian is all that really matters is that like Orange Cassidy came back out to fight Mox, yes. And the Lucha Bros won the tag match with the help of Pac, So Death Triangle's back together. Imagine we'll probably get Death Triangle and BCC going at it, yeah, for a little bit great. now, that's which would be awesome.
0: Awesome, that's great. It puts Death Triangle yeah, and- in a huge position. Um, yeah. going into yeah, back probably all in.
1: I could see that being the match at all in, like some type oh, of crazy Pac, match. Between or even all those just guys.
0: Pac versus uh, Mox. Claudio? Yeah,
1: or Pac versus Mox. That'd be dope.
0: Oh, no. You're going to have Orange but, Cassidy uh, versus Mox. And then Pac mm-hmm. versus Claudio. No, 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 we just had that. But maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Pac versus somebody.
1: Yeah. And then I think I saw next week they're doing Mox, Pinta, and Chuck in a no DQ triple threat match. So that's, this seems like that's
0: off good. That's good. I love with, with I, they're really good at multi-team matches. Multi-team
1: I would say team matches
0: are a fucking ton of fun. I love them. AW is great at them. Do more of them.
1: Which is cool. Speaking of like the dovetail feuds, cause they have Mox going after OC. So that brings in the best friends. And then they have Claudio and Pac hating each other. And that brings in the lucha bros. So you just have these three teams, my dog's barking, if you can hear him, I'm sorry. I can't hear
0: him. that's uh, fine. No. Um, it was just, our, my AC's start or my, yeah, I guess my AC is starting to make some noise and I can see that it was picking it up on the feed a little bit. Trying to oh. try turn down my <laughs> mic while also trying to make myself not too quiet.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm digging this like three team feud that they're setting up right now. Yeah, man, it's cool. It's a lot of fun.
0: It's cool. Yeah, I I gotta catch some of this G one man. I caught the I caught Uh, the Eddie chopping Eddie and fucking Ishi chopping the shit of each other just in that. I gonna say that that whole match
1: was incredible. That whole match was incredible. I need to watch. Eddie is so
0: over in Japan, and I'm so happy for him. Mm
1: -hmm. He got the Ribara steak jacket too now, so he's just living his best life.
0: Yeah, they Japan loves Eddie Kingston. That makes me feel mm-hmm. good, because it would have been a tragedy if uh, if he went over there and didn't get a reaction.
1: And they didn't know who he was? Yeah.
0: Well, cause sometimes
1: but, it, you know, he loves, like, all...
0: Yeah, he loves all the Japanese legends, over. so... I... <laughs> we, we both paused to let the other guy speak, and yeah. then we both spoke. Yeah. You go. You go. I was
1: just going to say that, you know, he loves all those Japanese legends, so I think they, could, they the fans over there probably pick up on that.
0: Oh, for sure. He's out there in the chaotic gear too. They they mm-hmm. recognize that um, he wrestles their sp- he wrestles their specific style, but sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't get over. Like Gresham did not get over when mm-hmm. he went over there into the uh, battle of the Super Juniors, or no, yeah. he was in G one and it's, no, just- it's Super Juniors.
1: It's Super Juniors. Was
0: it Super Juniors? He yeah. he wasn't over.
1: Because I remember the whole highlight of his tournament was the uh, pumping bomber he took from Shingo. Because this is when Shingo was still in the juniors. Yeah. It's the best pumping bomber I've ever seen, though. So shout out yeah. to Gresham for that. He, he took oh, that Oh,
0: Gresham's Grish- incredible. But like sometimes yeah. the guys <laughs> that you think would translate to New Japan just don't. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just don't. Like I was, yeah. like I was, uh, I was really excited for, and I think he's doing better now. But I was really excited for El Fantasma when he was going over mm-hmm. there. And then he joined Bullet Club, and for me, it just didn't work. I I I didn't. Well, he's like a good it. guy
1: now because he got kicked out of Bullet Club, and he, people yeah. chant people like yeah, him no, now. That he's now a good people,
0: guy. now. I think I think he he's better as a face. And this mm-hmm. is the thing: is that guys who wrestle that style or his style will always be better as faces. That's mm-hmm. that's the trouble that uh, Sammy Guevara has, is that Sammy Guevara is not good at being a face character. He's Quite bad at it. Actually, he's much better at being a heel. Yeah. But his wrestling style—he's got a face, face. move set. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, it's uh, Sammy Guevara is always going to be almost behind the eight ball in that respect.
1: Uh huh. Oh, um, speaking of Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia, they had those backstage segments where they set up a match with Jericho and oh, right. Keshta versus. I about
0: that shit. Let's talk about Garcia
1: it. and Guevara. I like the crowd reaction too because the city's like, "I set up a match next week." Uh, Daniel Garcia. and Sammy Guffar and everyone. Oh, I just I love it when you hear the crowd go. oh.
0: Yeah, the the <laughs> crowd was really good last night. They popped for all the announcements. <laughs> they popped for all the matches coming. They popped for women's matches. They popped for women's announcement match announcements. They uh, they popped Where for that they match. They gave the somewhere in New York. They um maybe it was Connecticut. I feel like it was Connecticut. Was it? I don't. Know. I don't know. I never pay attention. New York State.
1: I always watch to and then I always forget to look.
0: But yeah, then uh, yeah. So we we actually we did have Jericho in the back after that match was announced, and we had his stablemates. Uh, if we have forgotten the Jericho Appreciation Society, pulling him aside and being like, "What the fuck? I guess you're already gone. You're facing us in a match. What gives?" Yeah, and, and had he's the like, he's like, paint. "Oh, I'm not. I'm not gone yet." And they're and they're like, "Hey, we can't give you a hundred if." You can't tell us, yes or no, as to Mm -hmm. where you're going to go. Fucking the baby was there.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we got to see a very pregnant Ty Conti.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very pregnant Ty Conti was there. Yeah, we got Daddy Magic, who has the best shirt in all of wrestling with Magic Meat. Are you talking about the new one with the butcher? Yeah, Yeah, Magic Meat. It's so good. He tweeted out
1: one match, two shirts, so... (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's uh and it, that's the uh that's one of the artists that we've that we like that we post. Art mm-hmm. from. Yeah. She used to like I think she ha- she did the best friends shirt that they always wear. Yeah. yeah. Um I believe that was the art style. I th- believe I recognized it. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. That was somebody who was just making fan art of AW wrestlers and then just started making shirts for them. I think that's awesome, yeah, just in her style
1: yeah, uh, one of her shirts is in the game too, isn't it?
0: I believe so. Most of the shirts are in the game, to be honest. that's yeah. one thing that they absolutely nailed with the game is the shirts, like BCC mm-hmm. not in the game, Moxley's in it, fucking nobody else <laughs> and but the BCC <laughs> shirts in the game. You've got that's lots funny. of guys who aren't in the game, but their songs are in the game, their moves are in the game, their music's in the game, their shirts are in the game. Um
1: That's hilarious.
0: Fucking the the acclaimed, they're not in the DLCs yet, are they? That's interesting to me. Because you'd think they'd mm-hmm. want to rush that in there. Oh, that's yeah, one storyline that I do there. love is the Daddy Ass retirement storyline. Yeah. That happened from uh, Collision. I
1: was kind of, I was like, is this real? Because, like, right after the match, uh, Malachi and Buddy, like,
0: hugged him. Yeah.
1: And, like, whispered something in his ear. I was like, whoa, is this happening for real right now?
0: (laughs) I mean, I support it. I think guys should Mm -hmm. just retire in the ring like that. I think it's good moments, and it's time for him, too. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, he should The man's in his, like, mid-50s. Like, you can retire. Mm -hmm. You're fine. I mean, he still
1: looks better than most people for sure (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. like he's but yeah like go go out while you're still looking good is what I mean Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like don't have
1: don't go out like Ric Flair
0: yeah don't go out like Ric Flair fucking that man's gonna die in the ring and not in a good Mm -hmm. match in a bad match Mm -hmm. he's gonna be fighting like he's gonna be wrestling Titus and Titus is gonna fall on him he's gonna die (laughs) (laughs) that's that's how it's gonna happen Hmm. <sighs> all right. On that note of we're gonna we're gonna hang it up. We're gonna put our yep. boots in the ring for this week. We'll see y'all next week.